Real music, real interviews, real information. That's why we call it Real Gospel with the X-Men. Every now and then, you just want to shout, you just want to praise, you might even want to dance. <laughs> Thank you, Jamika. Here's Jamika. Get out of my way. Turn your radios up because this is real gospel.
Real Gospel is the place where God gets the glory and artists tell their stories. I am honored to be joined by this anointed young woman of God. Jamika, welcome to Real Gospel. Thank you for having me. How y'all doing? Hey, hey, hey. It is all about you. We are doing extravagantly well, if that is a word, extravagantly. If not, hey, add it, it to the dictionary. Today. It is. Okay, <laughs> that's what's up. Listen, uh, yeah. first and foremost, I just want to say um, I love the song, Get Out of My Way. You know, um, we can do a lot with that. That'll preach. It obviously, it'll 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 sing. So, cause you sing it. So, um, fill us in. But before we get started, tell the listeners uh, just a little bit about you and who you are and where you're from and how you first fell in love with Jesus. Okay. Um, hey, everybody. My name is Jamika. I am from Peoria, Illinois, um, a city about two hours south of Chicago. Um, and I am a PK. And so um, fell in love with church early because, you know, I was raised in it. Um, but I think my real relationship with Christ happened probably in my 20s. Um, you know, sometimes life will actually put you in those situations. Your parents try to tell you this what's right, but you want to do your own way. But God has a way of turning things around for you and making you realize, yeah, you can't do this without me. So I would say I fell in love with him truly in my 20s, and he's been uh, showing me things ever since. Um, and I've been singing my whole life in church since I was about six, directed choirs, and then started leading worship. And here I am just really trying really hard to just run with the passion that God has given me. Amen. You know, while you were saying that, let me ask you this question as a PK. Um, what, what were you doing um, ministry-wise during the height of COVID, you know, a couple of years back? Uh, sitting at home. Um. <laughs> <laughs> as, as many of us, right? <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. Um, that was rough. I mean, I will say that it was a, a, it was a time where I could um, really kind of focus on me, focus on writing, um, focus on really trying to figure out what I wanted to do um, moving forward. You know, I've always dabbled with the music thing and writing and things of that nature. And like right before COVID hit, I was really starting to renew my passion. And I had actually just released my album uh, late 2019 and then COVID hit. Um, so that kind of gave me an opportunity to really decide, yeah, this is really what I want to do. Um, and just figure out what my game plan was going to be moving forward. But as far as ministry and church, everything shut down. Um, but it, it, like I said, it gave me an opportunity to really focus on me. So I kind of took advantage of that. Gotcha. So um, did you do any writing? You know, what, what areas did you find yourself being used by God that you knew that when we came out of this thing, that it was time to hit the ground running? Uh, most definitely writing. Actually, Get Out of My Way um, <laughs> was written during COVID and then finalized um, the la you know, in, in the last few months uh -huh. of last year. Like um, the, the words, were, lyrics were there, but then I had to actually take the time to break it down, figure out how we wanted to do background vocals and all that good stuff. But yeah, it was most definitely written in uh, during COVID because like I said, it was that moment that I was taking the time to find myself and realize, yeah, this is what I want to do. I'm not going to 
stop. I'm going to stop, you know, convincing myself that, no, I'm too old. I can't do this anymore, you know, or allowing other people to try to say, no, you know, keep doing this. Don't, you ain't got to worry about that. Or, it's kind of hard to get into that. And so I'm, it's more like that. Yeah, I'm ready and I'm, 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 I'm getting ready to go. So, yeah, uh, COVID for ministry was more ministry to myself. It was an opportunity for me and God to have some real conversations. And so now I'm able to be able to minister to others and really honestly believe and trust and know that things that I'm saying, I can say, yes, I've been there and he's shown me. Because it's easy to be in ministry and be able to tell people what God has already given you the knowledge of and the wisdom of. But it's, it's one thing to have faith that he can, but then to actually have the trust that you know he will. Those are two separate spectrums. And so COVID and leading up to now, those are things that God has really been working with with me so that I can be a more, effect, uh, more effective in ministry moving forward. Amen. Amen. So uh, you mentioned Get Out of My Way. And so when I think of Get Out of My Way, excellent song, love the song. But when I think of it, it just, it, it takes me to, um, I've got people, uh, okay, I, I've seen, there was a young man who graduated from, or he was about to graduate from Fisk University. And this young man, this is several years ago, um, he was probably at the time about 20, 21. And he put in to pastor a church that was about an hour to an hour and a half from where he was in school. Now, his mentor, he and I were good friends, a guy by the name of Dean Curry, uh, said something to me. He says, there's only one thing that you can do with a young man like that. Either help him get to where he needs to be or get out of his way. And so, mm-hmm. and so when I, when I listen to your song and I, and, and I look at uh, the name of the song, it, it reminds me of that. Is there any of that in this song? Um, that's yeah, there's actually several <laughs> different avenues when it comes yeah. to this song. Um, it, it really, so uh, it really kind of stems from the uh, scripture, second Corinthians 10, five, where, um, Paul's talking about demolishing arguments and every pretension that sets itself against um, the knowledge of God. And that that knowledge is, is, is a self thing. It's um, from others. It's, um, you know, it's, it's from around you as well. So in that sense, yeah, it's get out of my way is, you know, um, they've got a mindset, they're on their way, and you need to, you need to, don't do anything that's going to cause or delay that situation, most definitely. But it also um, talks about um, negative self-talk. Um, it talks about false teachers, those who try to use, manipulate the word so that it's, it's convenient for them, but at the same time, use, and they also use it to put people down or, um, you know, dis- discourage them from what the Lord has called, called them to do, especially if it doesn't fit with that, you know, their agenda. Um, it also even talks about naysayers and haters and how they can say things to you that can you can end up internalizing and then allowing that to become a stronghold, keeping you from being able to do what God has called you to do. Yeah, get out of my way. It, it touches on a whole... <laughs> A whole plethora of things. Just pr- basically, just talking about distractions all all the way around. Yeah. Just wanting to encourage people to press on and do what God has called you to. Amen. Amen. And so, like I said earlier, that'll preach because you know, you know, we can take that and, like you said, we can do multiple things with it, like dance. Yeah. yeah. Because you know, I mean, it's mm-hmm. it's it's an energetic song. So, uh, yeah. are you up there praise dancing while you're ministering and so, you know, when you, you know? I mean, I'm not very fluent, but I, when I <laughs> when I worship, I don't worry about what everybody else thinks. I'm gonna be like David and just be undignified. If yeah. I want to jump, I'm gonna leap. All that good okay. stuff, I'm gonna do all of that. So. <laughs> and so, to the listeners, if you're just joining us, I'm speaking with Jamie and she has a, a, a great song out called Get Out of My Way. 
And I have to tell you that your smile is contagious. In other words, you're one of those persons that when you're not smiling, it's like, uh oh, something's wrong. Oh, <laughs> you know, God. something. Don't tell me that's the first time you've heard that. Come on now. Uh, it's not. Actually. Okay. That's, that, that's what's funny that you can even hear that through the phone. <laughs> <laughs> and I also have to make mention of the fact that you are all set to perform at the 2023 SOAR Awards. Yeah, oh, on yeah, March 6th yeah, in Decatur, yeah. Illinois. Yeah. Congratulations. I'm excited. It's um, being held in Rockford, and um, I am. So excited. I can't wait to be able to share stages um, with people like Kiki Wyatt and uh, the Clark sisters and um, Tasha. Oh, my gosh. I don't I don't even know what to do with myself at this point. Mm. At this point mm. But I'm excited. I'm so excited. Now, for people who are not familiar with this, uh, with this particular awards ceremony, which is the um, SOAR Awards, just give them a little synopsis of just a little bit about what it's about. So it's just an opportunity for us to celebrate gospel music, um, to celebrate those people who came before us and led the way and opened up other doors that um, would never have been open had they not um, accepted the, the call. Um, and then um, not just singers, um, but he also takes the time to um, award people who are in their industry, in the back behind the scenes, who are doing big work that most people wouldn't even understand or know that's going on. So it's just an opportunity to celebrate gospel music and celebrate the people who um, have been doing everything they can to pioneer it. And um, in all honor, giving uh, giving all honor to God. Amen, amen. So, um, talk to us in the next in, in our closing minutes about some of the other things that uh, God has you working on at the moment. Um, so, right now, I'm, uh, I'm 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 a worship leader for two different churches, mm -hmm. and so really growing me in that area. Um, the churches are on two different ends of the spectrum in regards to culture and um, how how things are run. So it's an opportunity for me to kind of get more well-rounded as a worship leader. So he's really working with me on that. Um, I've always considered myself a singer, but um, I honestly, and I'm really like, it freaks me out to talk in front of people. So he's really kind of growing me in that exhortation of <laughs> being in front of people and actually having to talk. You know, it's, it's people are like, but you sing. I'm like, yeah, I'm more comfortable singing than I am talking. I tend to stumble over my words and I can't get my, my, my thoughts straight. But um, he's really growing me in that area. Um, so right now, I think he um, I'm just, you know, saying in my word and just trying to figure out where he wants me to be as a worship leader. I'm seeing uh, where he wants me to be as an artist and how they correlate together. Because at the end of the day, everything that I do, I want him to be clean. Um, everything that I do, I want him to be honored. So I apologize, you know, working from home. That's okay. That's okay. So <laughs> listeners, yes, that was a puppy in the background, right? Yes, that's my baby. Yeah. Yeah, what kind of, what, what kind of, what, what kind of uh, puppy is that? He's a Keyshound, and his name is Samson. Oh, Samson, huh? Yeah. Long, that long hair? I'm a biblical name. Yes, he does have a <laughs> okay. lot of hair, and you're not supposed to cut it. So I was like, this is the perfect name. For my so. <laughs> See, these interviews are real, everybody. Real people, real talk, real gospel. And so uh, we only have a couple of minutes left, but I feel, can you dive into just briefly about the two different cultures for where God has you ministering at and, and what, what God is allowing you to do through uh, the avenue of music and, and, and bridging those gaps? So both churches, 
churches are um, pretty diverse, but First Church, um, I, I would consider it more in that mega church type um, uh, area. It's still a smaller version of a mega church, but they have that mega church feel in regards to how they run things, um, you know, and the congregation is a lot bigger than my home church. So um, just kind of that situation has kind of given me um, insight on, you know, the business side of, of, of running the church. Um, as much people as don't want to admit it, there is a business portion of it that happens. So it's an opportunity to really look into that. And then um, because it's a bigger church, um, the culture, I say, is different in, in the sense that um, how you reach people um, is going to be a little bit different than how you go about reaching people in a smaller church. And my second church, um, my home church, that we are a more of a smaller, intimate setting. Everybody knows everybody. Um, we, you know, we're, we're more relational. And you can see that with the, uh, the first church that I worship at, he's, the pastor is really good about trying to uh, work on community and get find different opportunities to bring us together. But because it's so big, everybody still doesn't know any everybody. So that's an opportunity to really kind of reach out and get to know new people. Um, it forces me to actually put myself out there yes. and go and, and you know get talk out that comfort zone so they can see me yeah outside of me being on that stage um and then at home you know Ooh, pause it right there. Pause it right there, Jamaica. I'm sorry. We have to take a quick time out, you know, uh, pause for the cause. For those of you just joining us right now and you are engaged in this dynamic, prolific conversation. My name is the X-Man and you've been listening to Jamaica. And so, uh, Jamaica, uh, just look, listeners, tell all your friends about this radio station right now. Tell them to tune in. Tell them to tune in because this is some great stuff. And so, um, wow, I don't know about you, but I am um, just ingesting all this great information because um, if you're going in the direction that I think you're about to go in with the differences between a larger church and your much smaller family church, that's going to be an interesting um, conversation. So stay right there. Don't go anywhere, Jamaica. We'll be right back with more Jamaica on Real Gospel. You're listening to Real Gospel with the X-Men and the real flashback song of the hour is on the way. If you have diabetes and you're on Medicare, you may qualify for a free continuous glucose monitor system. Managing your diabetes is crucial to your health. The new CGM systems can automatically manage your diabetes better for you. And by using a CGM system, you can eliminate forever one thing most people with diabetes hate the most, finger sticks. Now it's possible to manage your diabetes better end the painful finger sticks and get a new CGM monitoring system at little or no cost to you. We even provide in-home delivery and do all the insurance paperwork for you. Now is the best time to manage your diabetes better and get your continuous glucose monitor. Call now for details. 800-396-0150 That's 800-396-0150. 